There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com. I mentioned uh, a story involving 100 pink Cadillacs and they were celebrating uh, the life of someone rather special. They were. So on Friday in Detroit, of course, uh, Aretha Franklin was paid respect to at her funeral service, uh, which is being held at the Greater Grace Temple. And 100 pink Cadillacs lined up to pay their respects to Aretha Franklin. Um, The pictures are amazing. There's just rows and rows and rows of these pink Cadillacs uh, going all the way down the free rides. And of course, it's a reference to her song Freeway of Love in which she sings about a pink Cadillac and the turnout was all thanks to uh, Mary Kay National Sales Director Chrisette Ellis who asked that any employee who owned a pink Cadillac show up for the funeral service Um, that's according to the Detroit Free Press and uh, as according to the paper many of the Cadillacs that turned up to the service uh, were driven by Mary Kay employees uh, though other pink Cadillac owners just turned up in their droves to pay homage to the Queen of Soul and the pictures are amazing the roads are just filled with these beautiful pink Cadillacs as far as the eye can see Uh, over a hundred of them so fantastic I love that Really, really uh, nice to see more uh, on Aretha Franklin's funeral in Trending Today mm. too. Um, this story I thought was lovely, Emma, and uh, the Brazilian Tennis Open have um, got interesting ball boys. You know, you see at Wimbledon, there's ball boys and ball girls, and it's usually young people involved in tennis that yeah. live in the local area. So they're big fans and they get to see some of their idols and it's really cute, but... What they have done at the Brazilian Open for the second year running, might I add, is um, use six dogs, but not just any dogs, shelter dogs. Um, yeah, so this is at the Brazilian Open in Sao Paulo. And this year, they, uh, they the dogs were called Cindy, Nanda, Pratina, Mia, Arlete and Avela. And they even wore sweatbands on their wrists <laughs> and Cute. scarves around their necks to complete the ultimate tennis luck. Um, unlike... Uh, younger children uh, their retrieving ability was inconsistent (laughs) shall we say so I was watching the video and um, it was footage uploaded by CNN and it's interesting sometimes they're quite effective because dogs and you know bouncing tennis balls usually go hand in hand Um, but it's just super super um, cute and they uh, basically want to point out that you know it doesn't matter these dogs are rescue dogs and it doesn't matter how much of a tough time they've had they can be, you know, adapt to anything. So I think it's like a bit of a shop window to encourage yeah. people to um, adopt rather than shop when it comes to dogs. But also, you know, they can become great companions no matter if they've had a very difficult start Absolutely. in life, the dogs. So super, super cute. And I know you're a big animal lover. And of course, you've got two rescues too. Four so rescues. Four, well, yeah. two rescue two dogs. dogs. Yeah, but <laughs> I thought this would um, this would be something that you would really enjoy. But they're so cute. It's amazing. So cute. I particularly liked the footage of one of the tennis players kind of having to wrestle the ball, the ball off from one the dog. dog. The dog's yeah. like, nope, it's mine. It's like, well, you gave it to me, so yeah. I'm keeping it. Exactly. Unless you're going to throw it and play catch with me, I'm not interested in returning this ball back to you. But they are cute in their sweatbands and little bandanas around That's their so necks. so cute. Adorable. Yeah. It's a great initiative. It really, how, really is. How would your dogs cope with uh, giving the balls back? Do you think they'd be good or not? Well, what, one of them would just take the ball and he'd be off. You'd never get it back off him. And the other one would just look at it because he doesn't understand playing fetch. <laughs> he'd just, he'd just literally, you'd throw it at him and it would just hit him in the face and he'd be like, what? Is that not like the first rule of dog, <laughs> of being dog? Dog 101, 
Somebody throws a stick or a ball, you fetch it and bring it back. He doesn't understand. You can throw <laughs> you can throw a stick and the other one will be off racing after it and getting it. And he just stands there like, I do not understand what is happening. Why, why would I? He doesn't he doesn't understand. No. Oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> Epic fail. Um the final story that I found today, I thought this was um it was quite a good one, though. And uh, if we were treating advertising as reality and you'd believe that all us women are perfectly toned beings with uh, beautiful skin, uh, free of blemishes and no pores and not even a hint of any body hair. But that's not the truth, is it, at all? Emma, um, sh- we're on the radio. No one can see what we look like. <laughs> Just play fine. along. We, but, we do look like that. What do you mean? You know what I mean. They're all, <laughs> all photoshopped and we normally have frizzy hair, particularly in this weather. But uh, when we see the same restricted idea of human bodies and advertising, our perfect, uh, perfectly normal bodies start to feel a little bit odd. But Mac uh, are being called out in a good way. They've got a... Um they posted this week on Instagram a picture of a model basically using a lip pencil. And the image shows slightly pursed lips uh, with the lipstick and everything. Uh, so far, standard, lovely and everything to look at. But then people are saying, oh, look, she's actually got a few dark hairs on the top lip. So they haven't airbrushed the um, the facial hair out. And people are saying, this is actually really good. It's a makeup brand that's casually acknowledging that, yes, many of us mm. women do have have hair on our upper lips. My uh, The salon I go to, the lady there is determined to pull what I have off the top of my... I'm like, really? There is literally nothing there. What are you doing? It's not a revolutionary thing, but the response has been positive and amazing and people have been going, thank you for not airbrushing this and showing women as they are in real life. We mm. do have facial hair. It's interesting though, isn't it? It is really interesting and it's interesting that so many people have sort of got on board and said... Thank you for doing this. Because mm. um, you kind of begin to accept what you see. You do a lot, particularly when it comes to advertising. We're used to things uh, being photoshopped and there are lots of celebrities that come out and they go, oh, please don't photoshop my images. I want to be, you know, yeah. I want people to see the real me. And we expect this kind of thing, particularly from uh, cosmetic brands, I think. We know most of them are photoshopped. So for a very prominent makeup brand to basically leave that in there, people are a little bit astounded and they're like, okay, this is actually nice. It's acknowledging that, yes, we women, we do all have hair on our face, like it or not. <laughs> I know. It's, it's just one of the things that you have, but it's actually nice to see it in an advertising campaign so it's been being hailed as a a very very good thing maybe we'll see more to come uh there are limits though i would say uh yeah when it comes to that sort of thing but it's nice to see on this front it's interesting because um you know the use of photoshop obviously is quite you know is discussed in great detail and Mm. i think mac have you know obviously ditched the airbrushing in this advert and i think it was urban decay last month they um put their products on unedited skin Yes. So they made a big hoo-ha about doing that. Um, So, you know, there's obviously a trend. But, yeah, when Urban Decay did that as well, it was you can see the pores on the model's face. And this is with foundation and stuff. So I think it's really interesting that they, um, yeah, they've decided not to do that. They've not covered up another girl's freckles on it. So 
it is, um, you know, we are getting a bit of a backlash to all this Facetune and airbrushing, which is definitely a positive thing. And, you know, some of the clothing labels have started to stop airbrushing cellulite out because you can be as skinny as a model, as thin as a model and still have cellulite. It's indiscriminate. Um, So it's interesting. So... I think it was Dove. Dove was probably one of the first brands to do the real women, real beauty, real women uh, thing, showing women of all different shapes and sizes and everything. So it's nice to see it going further this time. It's great. There's just so much more to hear. Download our podcasts at DubaiEye1038.com.